Ladies and gents, welcome back to the channel again today. And have I got an interesting story for you today. Now, we're going to talk about PayPal a lot. And I know many of you will already be aware of what has been happening over the last two or three days with PayPal, uh, which has been some major, major problems, actually. But I'm going to tell you some other stuff, which I don't think anyone is really talking about at the moment, because I don't think many people have really noticed this. I've seen it on a few forums, but I haven't seen anyone talking about it on YouTube or in the media. So we'll get into that very shortly and how PayPal have actually frozen my account at the moment. And I think what's actually going on here is perhaps a liquidity crisis with PayPal. But we're going to get into all of that very shortly. Now, this is not the first time that I've had things like this happen to me. You'll be aware that I've had my bank account, two separate bank accounts frozen in the past. <laughs> Don't donate to the wrong things, let's just say that. And it can be for a whole host of reasons. Sometimes it's quite nefarious where certain organizations are trying to control the narrative and keep control over what the public believes. Often they don't like this when you look at things objectively and actually break things down, talk about statistics and numbers and common sense and logic. This is uh, quite taboo in today's society. So what actually happened this week then with PayPal? We've got a few articles on the shared screen, but I'm just gonna talk a little bit first about what I think really happened. And for context for everyone else, a quick summary is that PayPal came out a couple of days ago and they put out a new terms and conditions or new user policy, which basically said that PayPal can fine you $2,500 for every time you put out something that is classed as misinformation. Now, you've got to ask the question here, who determines what is misinformation and how can they fine you in that way? Well, it's not actually a fine. It's not like, you know, you go to a court and there's a judge and a jury and you present your evidence, the opponent presents their evidence, and then a decision is made. It's not actually like that. Actually, what PayPal were doing was they were saying, we are the judge and the jury, and we are the ones that decide if we believe that you put out misinformation and they have their own fact checkers and everything else. Well, we know how this has been going over the last two or three years, and we know the deception and the manipulation with fact checkers who are often, and in fact, it's not just, I know a lot of people who are, let's say, USA conservatives, so on the, on the right will say, it's just against us on the right. But I've actually seen it on certain groups on the left as well, more recently, where these fact checkers have been attacking them. So I think what we're seeing is this, sort of, and it's a really bizarre phase we're in right now, it's where people on the right are getting heavily censored and attacked, but you're also seeing it on the left. And, and what I've, I'm seeing, and I've spoken to people who sit on both sides, is that you're starting to see this common ground between certain parties, certain groups now, and they're kind of aligning. And this is not what these people, whoever you wanna say, these globalists or, or you know whatever that means to you, that is not what they want to see. They wanna see this division vision and this constant um, tension between two different sides. That's why they always create these two uh, 
um, you know, sides for anything. It's called the hero's journey, basically. If you want to look into it, it's called the hero's journey. You have the hero, you have the villain. And this is what media is. This is how all the profitability in media is generated. It's it, There always has to be a villain. There has to be a hero. And they try to associate you as a, a consumer of media with the hero side. So we've been seeing a lot of this in finance and media lately, where they are trying to dictate the way that you think. So what do I think PayPal actually were trying to achieve with this policy? I think it was simply control because we have the midterm elections coming up very shortly now. So I think, again, you've just got to read into it. It's very logical. What were they saying? If you put out misinformation, so it's a fear tactic, you can be fined $2,500. Now, for a lot of people who are fairly wealthy, they probably wouldn't care. They would continue on regardless. But the fact is the majority of people who are users on PayPal are not really, really wealthy. They're just your average everyday person. So $2,500 is obviously, I'm sure PayPal did their research on this, is such a high amount that it was there to cause fear. But if you think about what's happening in the world now, people, and I've said this for a long time, people will, and now are because they weren't before, they will vote with their pocketbooks. So if you start bringing in these uh, extreme agendas and censorship and, you know, George Orwell's book that he wrote in 1948 called 1984, if you start bringing this in quite an extreme way, yes, in some places in some countries, the government can enforce it. But in other nations, it's a lot harder to enforce, like the USA. It's a lot harder to enforce a lot of this stuff, although a lot of it is being passed through. So let's talk about what they did to my account then a couple of days ago and why I'm saying that they are freezing accounts. I think PayPal has some form of a liquidity crisis going on. I don't know exactly because it's impossible to find this information. I did go through all their website in terms and conditions and it isn't clear. They use all this misinformation to redirect you. But like a lot of you, as soon as I saw all of this going on, the first thing I did was I tried to pull out my money, so transfer it from PayPal to my bank account. And everything was fine. I mean, I've used this account for what, 10, 15 years, a very long time. I've used it regularly, no issues at all. And then on the day that all of this was going on, I tried to do a withdrawal, which I've done many times before, very large amounts. And it basically said, oh, we need to check a few things with your account. And I thought, what? why would you need to do that? That makes no sense. And then it said it will let me know in 24 hours or so. And I thought, okay, fine. And then the very next day I get this. In fact, I'm gonna put this on screen so you can actually see it. So the first one says, we need some information from you. Why do we need this information? We've noticed some significant changes to your account activity. Well, firstly, that's absolute nonsense. There wasn't any significant changes. We need some information from you to help us understand this kind of activity better. We've also temporarily, now here we go, here's the kicker. We've also temporarily limited certain features in your PayPal account. Currently, you won't be able to make a payment or withdraw money. Now, isn't that a coincidence that the only two things I can't do in my account due to this unusual activity, which wasn't unusual, it was normal activity. There was nothing strange or, or, you know, out of the ordinary at all. They just didn't want me withdrawing my capital because everyone was withdrawing their money at the same time. And I think PayPal 
are obviously doing something with this money. They're not paying you an interest rate, but they're obviously doing something with the money. And I'd love to know what they're doing with it behind the scenes here. They're obviously making a lot of profit out of people's liquidity, just like banks do. And like you see a lot of times, it's somewhat like a margin call or where pension funds are told, you need to put more cash into your account here. I just don't think PayPal had the money. So with all these withdrawals that were going on, I don't think they had the liquid funds in the account. So what they did instead was, they just froze everyone's account or slowed it down for two or three days. So here's the next thing that happened there. I then submitted all the information and they wanted a lot of information, you know, passport, photo ID, address, and all this sort of stuff, which typically would take people a fair amount of time to get, no doubt. Again, slows down the process. I had mine straight away, so I submitted it there and then. And then they did this next. We're reviewing your information. PayPal is currently reviewing the information you submitted. Once we've completed our review, we'll get back to you regarding the state of your account in three working days. Thank you for your understanding. So that was that. I thought, okay, fine, up to three days. Okay, then what happens? So this is still within the three-day period. They send me the next one that says, your account access has been partially restored. Certain features are still limited because we need more information from you. Please provide the remaining information. Well, there wasn't any remaining information for me to submit. I submitted everything they had asked for. I contacted them and they uh, said, yes, we've got it, it's been reviewed, you don't need to provide any more information. So then eventually they said, okay, fine, you know, your, your account is fully reinstalled, no problem at all, you can do your transfer. So here's where the next thing came in. I did my transfer out and it said, your transfer may be delayed. For security reasons, we need a bit more time to review this transaction. This can take up to 72 hours. Would you like to continue with this transfer? Well, yeah, obviously I want to continue with the transfer. That's what I'm doing it for in the first place. So I click, you know, OK, continue. And then it says, your transfer is delayed for security reasons. We need a bit more time to review it. Or you can cancel your withdrawal. I mean, this is it's obvious to anyone with a brain, it's obvious what's going on here. Not only are PayPal being political due to their overlords telling them what to do and say, but now they're trying to limit or restrict you and I from withdrawing our funds. And they're using all these, these tactics. And it wasn't just that. Even then, once I'd done it all, it did the whole, you know, where it's buffering thing. In fact, let me show you. Do you remember this video where, you know, they put this big warning on my video, oh, it's offensive. And then they did this, here we go, look at the circle going round and round and round. And that's all it does. Well, that's exactly what they did again. And I've put it on screen in real time and I'm moving the mouse cursor around so you can actually see this. I'm refreshing, I'm refreshing, because now I wanna take my money out. These are all delay tactics. These are deliberate to stop you from getting your money out. So honestly, I can only tell you what I'm doing, and that is that I am getting out of PayPal. I'm gonna be taking all of my money out of PayPal. I'm gonna be moving it somewhere safer because I just cannot trust them to look after my money anymore. I would say the same thing to, to all of you. As soon as you see these companies starting to go this way and trying to influence how we vote and how we think and our values and trying to make us jeopardize on our own values and then putting out misinformation, trying to say that it's you know good, honest people that are trying to put out misinformation. I just completely get off those platforms. I stop using them. And I think this is the only way we can do it. We have to vote with our money. It's the only way we're gonna get through this crisis. So what have we seen over the last year and a half then? 
Well, we saw PayPal getting very political and closing down a lot of groups that they just didn't agree with. And this is why I said it's not just on the right, it's on the left as well, because the most infamous or famous, whichever way you want to look at it, group was called Gays Against Groomers. I'd never heard of this group, like a lot of people never heard of this group, looked into them a little bit, and these were gay people who were against the grooming of children. Now, a complaint was made against them that said they were anti-trans and all of this stuff. When I actually read through and looked at a lot of their stuff and I couldn't see anything in there. I think some of it was satire. I think they were bringing in a lot of comedy. They were just trying to say this stuff is morally and should be legally wrong. That's really what they were saying. So we did see this political nature coming into finance here. And think of it like this. Imagine that your bank account, so forget PayPal, but your bank account, your wages got paid in and it was $2,500 for the month. Let's just say that was your wages that got paid in. And then your bank account said, hold on, you made a post on Facebook this week that we didn't like and we are classing that as misinformation. Or maybe it was a tweet on Twitter. We didn't like what you said there and um, we, we don't think that you should post anything political in nature like that because we only support this side of the political spectrum. So we're going to fine you and we're going to remove that $2,500 from your bank account. Now, this is really what PayPal, I know they're trying to hide it now and say, oh, it was a mistake and you do a Google search and they're actually in real time changing the search now. And it's funny because only those of us who are alive today and know what actually happened, we'll really know the truth because as Google's starting to change the search, it's coming up with other things now. And again, it will depend entirely on how you use Google because remember it's tailored to different people, a lot of the search results. But some of the results that I were getting was that it was a misinformation. There was one article which isn't on there now and it said it was a right-wing conspiracy theorist to try and discredit PayPal and cause their stock price to fall. And it was just absolute nonsense. But there are other ones and, and this is how you see who's controlled media and who isn't because you'll get this instant just outpour of this controlled opposition where the media will come out and say, no, 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 look at these conservatives spreading all this misinformation about PayPal. Well, no, it wasn't that at all. Actually, PayPal were trying to limit the misinformation. I mean, this is the irony of the situation. It was PayPal who were trying to restrict information, which they were calling misinformation. And now they're coming out with the media arm behind them, which is backed by Vanguard and BlackRock, and I'll prove this in a moment, who are saying, no, no, look at these groups trying to do misinformation. And this is the tactic that you see all the time. And we saw this used very... Um, a nasty tactic as well um, during 2020, 2021. If you're not with us, then you're against us and you're the enemy. Again, it comes back into the hero's journey again. So we see these tactics used a lot. And because I have viewers on all different spectrums, I try as best I can to be unbiased. It's very difficult sometimes and I, I simply cannot be unbiased. I have to take a side when I see some of the really nasty stuff that's, that's going on. And again, it's all subjective. Even my views, they're subjective. They're based on my own beliefs. Where do my beliefs come from? Where do your beliefs come from? They come from your background, your history, your influences in life, where you grew up, who your role models were, who your teachers were, the environment, were you rich or poor? What did your parents think about politics? Were they on this side? Were they on that side? So you see, all of the, everything we are today is as a direct result of 
our past. So it's very hard, and, and this is why you know sometimes I smile when people say, you're not uh, unbiased at all, you're very biased in this direction. Again, you then have to think that that's other people's views as well. So it's actually very contentious, the whole thing. But I wanna jump onto the shared screen, just show you what's going on right now. Then I'll show you how they actually froze me and a lot of other people out of their accounts. And I'll show you the tactic they're using. So if you go onto Twitter today, you will see this trending hashtag, PayPal, go woke, go broke. And it is just absolute non-stop. And you can see it's all throughout the world. It's not just in the US and UK and Canada. And this is the main thing people are posting. It's a screenshot of why they are canceling their account, trying to close PayPal account, and they are making it impossible. Now I'll show you what they are actually doing in a moment then. But also just remember that PayPal also own Venmo. This is quite well hidden, but a lot of people have been saying, I'm gonna be moving over to Venmo. Well, maybe not because they're the same company actually. So PayPal's value is down $6 billion and delete PayPal Google searches have soared 1,300%. And if we jump over here to PayPal on Finviz, we can see where the price is at the moment, $84.11 as of recording this video here today. But look where it was. And you remember I talked about this with a lot of these companies that keep getting involved in politics. And, and again, I'll show you why they do this in a moment. And you can see where the stock was back in August time at 309, 310, all the way down to 84. Now there's other reasons for that, but a lot of it is the politics. And even if we look at the stats here, it's still a pretty strong company on the purely on the numbers. Yeah, they've got a terrible uh, price to earnings growth ratio here, 3.73. But apart from that, it's not the actual company, the, the numbers behind the company itself, even their beta, so their risk score is very low. It is the fact that they're getting political, which is causing the issues. And you remember when I did that video, I talked about Netflix and how Netflix will drop off a cliff and what actually happened. It did because I said, especially about this hashtag, go woke, go broke. I said, this is what's gonna happen. Their market value is probably somewhere around the 600 range, but they have dropped off a cliff for two reasons. One, they went too woke with everything they were doing. They were putting out some outrageous um, TV programming, and I think QTs was the one that got most of the conservatives off the platform. Um, but just a lot of this, I, I canceled my account. I don't use Netflix myself, but it was also after the lockdowns. Remember, this was lockdown periods, a lot of people watching Netflix, and then a lot of people canceled afterwards. We now have the cost of living crisis as well that's adding to this. But again, Netflix could still recover, and they probably will by, I don't know, adding advertising or, or something else else to their platform. And if they actually get back to making good content again, then they'll probably see somewhat of a recovery. But again, it's the same Netflix. Yeah, they've got a bad peg ratio. They've got a bad uh, debt to equity. But apart from that, their numbers aren't too bad. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about with all of this, you can check out my uh, stock market course, which teaches you how to find massively undervalued stocks. But even on my stocks watch list here and my investment portfolio, Netflix and PayPal are on these as massively undervalued companies. The problem again is that they're getting too political in nature and they are absolutely destroying their company. The 52 week high on Netflix was $700 and they're sat at about $218 today. 
PayPal, 52-week high, $273. They're at $84 today. But they really made this big mistake by doing a backtrack and saying, oh, it, it, was a, you know, it was an error. We didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. And this is what they said on Monday. It will not find users for misinformation. And an earlier policy update that said customers could have to pay $2,500 in damages was sent in error. Now, we're not stupid. We all know it wasn't sent in error. We all know that they deliberately did this and thought they were going to get away with it. But again, people vote with their pocketbooks now. Shares of the San Jose, California-based company were down nearly 6% after the update, which PayPal said included incorrect information. No, it didn't. And we talked about some of this other stuff last year where PayPal canceled the free speech union. How ironic is that? They canceled the free speech union and the daily skeptic. What else did they do last year? They removed gender critical organizations from platforms citing hate speech. Well, actually that's not correct. This is the problem. They put out headlines like this to try and make you think that PayPal did the right thing. Hate speech. Well, no, if you actually look at what they did, they, they canceled organizations that were talking out against gender realignment surgery in children. And I think quite rightly so. Hopefully I won't get flagged for saying that now, but I, I do feel strongly about this. It is morally wrong, some of these things. We also had Rebel News, the largest independent news agency in Canada, having their account canceled. Also the founder. You know, it's not a coincidence when you see things like this happen. It's obviously political in nature when they cancel all of these accounts at the same time. And then YouTube went and handed the news outlet a week-long suspension a few days earlier. Again, the cancellation was done without prior warning, any explanation, and without suggested ways to appeal. And yeah, these platforms, they know exactly what they're doing. They have SOPs for this to manage it, standard operating procedures. And I'll show you one in action in a moment where they say, okay, if we control where they publish that, we can't control the creation of the content, but we can censor where it is published. We can control that aspect. So if there's nowhere to publish it, then they have to publish it on alternative platforms. Well, if they publish it on alternative platforms, then it's still worth them doing it. So what do we do next? Well, we cancel out the funding. So we just control the bank account. And that is basically what they're doing. So you control the media platform and the, the funding aspect, and there's no incentive for all of these platforms to continue. So they know exactly what they're doing. It's very clever in the way that they're getting this, this control. And again, I could show you so many examples and articles of this. PayPal shuts accounts of anti-war publications. We have the Hong Kong Democracy Party being cancelled as well. Now, again, this is why I said it's not just on the right, it's also on the left. So this is the League of Social Democrats, LSD. The LSD is a left-wing political group. And then very quickly, this is what Google sent me to. This was the first article. When I searched, is PayPal fining people for misinformation? It says, no, PayPal isn't planning to fine users 2K for posting misinfo. And then it reads as though that it was a whole misinformation campaign against PayPal. It's only later on in the article where you start actually seeing that Oh, actually, PayPal did put it out and they are at fault. Now, I want to show you then a couple of examples of how this control is, is going on and what they've done to my account in the last two days. So if you go onto Google and you type in, well, this is why you don't use Google as your search engine. And I don't. I'm just using it as an example because most people do. So if you type in who owns PayPal, it says eBay. Well, this is not correct. eBay does not own PayPal. 
who, and then you ask, well, who owns PayPal and Venmo? And again, it says in 2013, eBay Inc. acquired Braintree, which owns Venmo. And they make it out as though it's eBay that owns PayPal and Venmo, when it's not. And I had to dig really deep and use some different search engines to find this. But this is the PYPL, which is the ticker for PayPal shareholders list. So if we look down here, who and what did I talk about last week? Vanguard and BlackRock, the two organizations that own everything, including, and they don't want you to know this, the media platforms. So when you watch media and you think it's all independent and giving you real news, it's not. It's pulling out this agenda, this narrative. So Vanguard and BlackRock own 8.2% and 6.59%. And they own a lot of these companies. They own all sorts of companies right across the spectrum. You know the sort of industries I'm talking about. I'm not permitted to say it on this platform. So they control the narrative and then get you to take an action. And they are political in nature. So they push out these agendas. So what are they pushing here? They are testing the waters on PayPal, putting this fine in place, just as they tested out the waters on social media platforms and uh, put all these fact checkers and things like that in place. All right, well, thank you for watching the video today. I really appreciate you and your subscription here. Uh, take care, God bless, and I'll see you tomorrow.